And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much, legendary John Bon Jovial. Thank you, listeners around the world, for joining us again. Hello and welcome to the David Bowers Awards. We're here at Live Talk Ready, as well as Unmuted. other uh, platforms around the world. So uh, you should have no problem finding us. Matter of fact, if you can't find us online, you're probably not listening to me now. So why <laughs> even go over the subject? <laughs> I mean, what the heck? Let's yeah, play music. Heck? That's what we're here for. Got a young lady calls herself Vassy. Her song is Concrete Heart. <laughs> To feel you on my skin, your electric fingertips. I would let you in if I could love you. Twisted, craven, you're my sin. Every touch I'm shattering. I would let you in if I could love you.
she is, Vasi Karagiogos. And uh, she goes simply by the name Vasi. I can't imagine why. There probably aren't five DJs in the entire world that could pronounce her last name. She's known mononymously. And uh, we had a kick. I had to use that word, mononymously. Uh, for those of you who are, uh, are not familiar with the English language, it means she goes by a single name like Cher and, you know, some of the Madonna and uh, John Bon Jovial. But anyway, uh, she's an Australian singer, songwriter, record producer. She was discovered by Australian radio station Triple J after winning the song of the year. Her single, We Are Young, reached number one on the U.S. Billboard dance charts. And that made her the first Australian artist to go number one with her solo single debut release. She's certified RIAA Platinum and Gold Recording Artist, which means simply she sold a heck of a lot of records. Let us know what you think of Vassie. John Bon Jovial, what do you think of Vassie? Well, I like the production values. I like the song. It's got a nice jump to it. But you know me. I have a real bug about auto-tune. I hate auto-tune. I just don't think it's useful in any way, shape, or form. And, and she uses it. She doesn't use it terribly. It's kind of subtle. But I still have a problem with the fact that she's using it. And I think that if she had would just use her God-given talent to just sing and not try to make something else of her voice that it isn't, she, she, in my book, in my opinion, I think she'd go further. Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and you know that I'm not a uh, I'm not a big fan of autotune. Although I think we're going to hear more and more of it. I'm waiting. You know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for the first artist to come along to do the entire voice track in autotune. No natural <laughs> singing at all. Just 100% autotune. If you can lip sync, you can autotune. Yeah, right? I, I think that's already been done. It was called Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> You might be right there. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the show where every show is an award show, which automatically makes each of our guests award winners. We want to say hello and thank you to Titty Bingo, our house band, for our theme music. Be sure to check out their CD, Rock and Roll, and their uh, their latest single was Homework. They've got some new music they're working on. We hope to be hearing from them real soon. want to also shout out to Mary Perry, accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on WRFZ-FM 106.3. That's Rochester Free Radio. For our Rochester, New York listeners, be sure to catch our friends who follow us on WRFZ-FM 106.3. Up next after us on Saturday is Steve Litvak with Rock and Roll Rumble, followed by the equally legendary Armin Schaubrock with Armin Spins, great vinyl from the past, some of which you might have heard, but believe me, he, come, he finds some arcane music that you may never have heard before and might never hear again. However, I'm sure he could find a copy for you if you're looking for it and can't find it because that's Armin's thing. Uh, really, really unusual and uh, in some cases previously unheard uh, vinyl from the past. Be sure and check us out. Check them out on uh, Rochester Free Radio. Hey, this is Michaela, and you're listening to the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much, Michaela. We haven't heard much from you lately. We'll have to check out and uh, and get Michaela back on the show. Right now, we've got our first guest coming up, and we've got a couple of great ones for you today. Uh, uh, before we get to them, 
our first V. David Bowers Award for the week is a rather special and uh, unfortunately a rather sad one. It's a salute to one of the most influential guitarists in the history of rock and roll. I was talking with our engineer and indie artist himself, Nick Rogers, whom we affectionately refer to as Nick the Geek. He's just one of the many musicians influenced by the man who influenced two generations of musicians and songwriters, and we lost on St. Patrick's Day of this year. He's off surfing rock and roll heaven, Mr. Dick Dale. And uh, Nick, why don't you come in and, and tell us your story? Well, thanks so much, guys. Uh, as most people know, the legendary Dick Dale is now gone from us as of uh, Sunday evening. As the resident musician and engineer on the show, I just wanted to come on and say a few words about his passing. He was highly influential to me as well as countless others. His style has reverberated throughout popular culture for decades, half of a century or more influencing people like Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jimi Hendrix, now all the way up to modern hard rock and heavy metal. Uh, as a guitar player myself, uh, just seeing the way that he would attack the instrument in such a way, the sound that he was able to get through his instrument and the emotion it was able to evoke is something, I don't know that uh, he has an equal in that, at least for his genre. And even in the sense that he would use non-traditional scales. Uh, being Lebanese, he would use these Middle Eastern microtonal scales, which uh, we just don't see at all. And so in a song like uh, Miserly, which was his big hit, obviously most people know from Pulp Fiction and uh, the Black Eyed Peas uh, sampling of it later on, very, very bizarre in the choice of notes, but it just tends to work. Having that with the rapid fire of his right hand, just moving forward, just pounding, relentless, it's no wonder that he influenced, you know, the the heavy metal and death metal and black metal bands that are just basically playing the same style, just with a little bit more more grit on their uh, their amplifiers. Maybe not as much grit with the right hand. I don't even know if that's possible. But I think he's one person. You know, any time an artist dies, you get people uh, from their genre saying, "Oh, he was such an inspiration, such a legend, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera, and that's all well and good. Uh, but rarely do you see someone that spans the genres uh, in the sense that he had blues musicians come out saying uh, how legendary he was. Rock musicians, jazz musicians, uh, classical musicians even, just for the emotions he was able to evoke. And so you know, for me as a music teacher as well, uh, Dick Dale's music becomes part of my curriculum. If somebody wants to learn how to play heavy metal, we got to start at the beginning. We got to start with Surf Rock and Dick Dale. That right hand—it's all from him. So that being said, guys, we're going to miss Dick Dale, but the music lives on. Thank you. Thanks, and back to you. Thank you very much, Nick, for that personal insight, and uh, we appreciate you taking the time to share with us. Thank you. And we're moving right along with our next guest standing by. We have a. Uh, we have a couple by the name of Bobby and Sarah who go by the name of Focus Your Audio for their group. And we're going to focus on one of their uh, previous recordings right now so you get a chance to listen to them. And then we're going to have them come in and talk with us. Here's Focus Your Auto. It's called Focus Your Audio, not your auto. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> drive your auto, focus your audio. Sorry about that, guys. It's called Shades Away. 
Focus your audio. That's called Shades Away. And here to talk with us now are Sarah and Bobby, who make up Focus Your Audio. Hello, folks. Hello. Welcome aboard. How are you guys doing? You're doing very well. Thank you. We're great. Thanks for having us. And, oh, our pleasure. Uh, Sarah, I think you have a little bit better connection than uh, Bobby. Uh, so, Bobby, if you can... Uh, I don't know, talk a little louder or something so everybody can hear you. You guys have been busy. That's a little better. It's a little better. We we got you. We got you. We'll just 
Okay. We'll just have to listen a little harder for you. <laughs> but uh, you guys have been working on uh, on a bunch of new music, haven't you? We have been, yeah. We haven't. We've been really busy um, lately. We've been. It's been a really interesting year for us because we actually are, are fairly new. Um, only started right. writing music together probably for the last maybe year, year and a half, and we just started we actually started as like a side project because of course bobby had a different band and it was a little bit more rocky and so then all the kind of exactly. softer music yeah we kind of just started to couple up with and, and start to write and so uh, we started playing live last summer and things have just there's been a momentum with it that's been really lovely so uh, we're kind of in an opportunity now where we've been writing a lot more and just kind of releasing this is our second um, single and it's it's been going really great well, I know we uh, we had you on here uh, last year right after you guys got together and got started, and uh, we uh, we're looking forward to having you come back and tell us about your your progress and and all that had transpired since then. Are you are you doing anything as far as uh, looking to go on the road and support the music? We are, we are, and I don't know if maybe my connection's better, but Bobby, just pipe in whenever, whenever there's a moment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know he's absolutely his car, so <laughs> on his cell phone. Um, but yeah, actually, we we have a tour that's booked um, that's coming up next week. We've been working hard the last couple months, just kind of bringing everything together. So, uh, actually, March 25th is the day that Broken, um, the single that we are going to be releasing, will be out on all digital platforms, and we will be in Calgary at the Ironwood. Um, Monday night, the 25th, and then we will be in uh, Edmonton on the 26th on the Tuesday, um, travel day on the Wednesday, Thursday, we will be in um, Kelowna at Fernando's Pub, and then Friday, we'll be in Sun Peaks Resort at Morrissey's Public House, and we're ending our tour back in Vancouver at home at the Railway Club. So we're super excited um, to be able, this is our first kind of mini tour, so um, we're pretty excited. (laughs) Do you guys have any uh, plans on coming down to the States, going to the desert southwest or into the southeastern United States? <laughs> well, yeah, we would love to at some point for sure. Um, you know, it, it's kind of just getting the logistics together as, uh, you know, as a Canadian band coming down to, Van- or coming down to the U.S. is, uh, you know, there's a few hoops to jump through. So, um, you know, once we uh, get those, you know, get those, all those, stuff in line and you know we'd love to come down to the to the u.s and uh and do a mini tour well it would be great to have you down here you know both between david and i we can uh, name off several venues that deal almost exclusively with indie artists that uh would be uh, great platforms for your music uh, the one thing that i want to say about shades away is i don't know if you heard any of the conversation Earlier, before bringing you in, um, I have a real hair up my butt about auto-tune, and I want to thank you for not using it. <laughs> I hate that You're stuff. Very I, really, I really don't like auto-tune. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we get into that conversation every now and then. From time to and, time, uh, we yes, just, uh, we just previewed a, a record by a uh, young lady from Australia, and uh, she's got a new single out. And uh, it, she has she has a uh, 
she uses some auto tune in there, not not a lot. We we discussed all the possibilities right up to and including the possibility of doing an entire song, nothing but auto tune, no straight voice right. at all. And, uh, <laughs> and John, John posited that uh, that might already have been done by uh, who was it you oh, mentioned the, the black eyed the, the black eyed peas? Yeah, I think they they did that. <laughs> I, I think, but what, but, you, but what you and I ought to do is an entire one hour show in auto tune. Oh, you know, I, I thought about doing that, except I'm afraid we'd have a hit, and then we'd have to go out on the road. I yeah, mean. well, there is that, yeah. These old bones the demand. don't want to do You'd that have anymore. too much demand. I know. Can you, ima- can you imagine the YouTube hits alone? Oh, wow. So you, touched, you touched on something that I was going to mention, and I love when our guests do that, because it saves me the trouble of bringing it up. But uh, oh. it also guarantees that I won't forget but uh, oh, you mentioned the fact that uh, you guys have only been together a year. And uh, Bobby, I think you mentioned that uh, this is a bit of a change, or one of you did, that this is a bit of a change from what you, Bobby, were doing before you were a little bit more yeah. rock-oriented. This music this music has a little bit more of a, uh, of a personal feel to it. Obviously, it's mellower, but uh, it has a little bit more of a, uh, a personal, intimate feeling to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, me and Sarah are so connected. Um, when we sit down and write, we're very, uh, um, we're, we're in sync, right? When you have uh, a full band and you're, you know, you're writing with, you know, four or five other people, um, sometimes what happens is you might, you, you know, you might be connecting or the song might be connecting to maybe one or two other people. And then when everyone else kind of puts the input in and chimes in and all that kind of stuff, sometimes there can be a disconnect with the song or um, just maybe the feeling of disconnect. But when me and Sarah, because it's just me and her and we're so connected, um, when we sit down and write, I mean, it just comes from a place that, you know, well, you can hear it in the music that it's, it's just completely different. It's super personal. And, and um, you know, there's just, an ease, there's an ease to it. There's yeah, no, it's not sure. one of those. It's not one of those writing um, partnerships where it's forced at all. We typically find that it's it's just something that comes really easily and super naturally. And I guess for myself, because Bobby will typically put together something on the guitar and come up with some ideas, and then he'll show it to me, and then I'll usually listen to it for a little bit, and then because I always wrote, even as a kid, I was a big writer. And so I just start to write um, just how the music is kind of moving me. And then that's usually how it all kind of, it just really kind of effortlessly most of the time comes together that way. So, um, yeah, it's it's a pretty easy um, partnership when it comes to, to that way. And I hope that it does translate a little bit that way as well, because that's definitely how it is when we're writing things. So, Well, you just jumped into something that, uh, that I was going to ask you, uh, <laughs> Shades of David's statement a second ago, uh, I wanted to know who else was involved uh, in in creating, producing, and participating in your music. And uh, the impression that I'm getting from the statement that was just made, that it, it is just the two of you. It's, it is the two of us. I mean, we had some studio musicians play on our recent track, um, but the the writing and, and everything else, it's just the two of us, yeah. And when we're um, going on this tour, it's just going to be the two of us as well. So when you're knocking around in the studio trying to come up with something or trying to perfect a concept that you've come up with, uh, before you bring the studio musicians in, 
it's it's just the two of you bouncing ideas off of each other, or do you also take input from some of the uh, music, other musicians uh, that may be around at the moment as far as we, their input is concerned? Do, we, do you do, you do we, that? We definitely, absolutely, absolutely. Like we, we, we typically, we have it completely nailed down, the structure and everything that we want to do with the producer. So we'll go in, we'll do pre, like with Shades, we didn't. With Shades, we just went in and we did it. Um, but this one, as you can tell, I'm sure, um, um, and the audience will be able to tell later when you guys play it, um, Broken is a very much more um, together song. And, and that's because we sat down with a producer, we went through pre-production with it, and then when we went into the studio, um, it was very much like, okay, this is what the structure of the song is, but then our, you know, our producer was like, you know, to the studio musicians, what, you know, whatever you guys are feeling as well, Let's put it in. Well, well it was a little different. bit more like, how will we try this? Or right. how about we try that? Or do you think, th- and then we were like, ah, oh! <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's try it that way. Let's try it this way. And just, so it was a, a different, more collaborative feeling, which would be a first for me and Bobby, because Shades Away was very much just, we wrote the song, we went in, we recorded it with very little um, producing added to that song. And with Broken, we went in and did some pre-production with um, Beat Lab Studios and um, did a little bit of that finesse before. And then when we went in, um, added other instruments. Because, of course, that was always the thought. Do we add extra instruments? Because when we go out and we play, we're only two people, two acoustic guitars or one acoustic guitar for any given song. Do we record something that sounds different than how we would be playing it live? And so that's been the the banter back and forth is do we take this to the next level by adding extra instruments for recording or do we we keep it really raw and real? So we're trying to find this delicate balance in between so that it doesn't sound too different than what we do when we're out and about playing. So I can understand that. Now, one question I did have, and you kind of of touched on it, uh, a, a lot of this, is where you uh, you two are of one mind and you will work on uh, on your own angles on the particular thought of what you're putting together songwise but you you guys are together a lot how does spontaneity figure into it it's actually it's it's very spontaneous um because you know me and sarah uh we live together and you know it's one of those things where she'll be in another room and i'll just start riffing on the guitar playing on the guitar and, and then i'll shout from another room hey i like that <laughs> that's exactly what i meant because obviously yeah. you guys are going to set time aside where you're going to sit down and studiously work on a project but by the same right. token I, I i figured there had to be times when the you know one of you might be you know watching tv or taking a shower or whatever and right. one of you comes up with an idea and all of a sudden you've got something that uh, you might want to actually stop what you're doing and jump in and and go with while the uh, while the thought is out in your mind yeah absolutely very much so that happens a lot in our house for sure it actually has to happen that way cuz we actually have a really big blended family so you know for us 
we do have time where we can just concentrate, where we're just writing and really digging in and just working. But most of the time, we're usually multitasking. So, you know, somebody might be making dinner and the other person sitting on the couch playing the guitar and saying, hey, do more of this or do less of that or repeat that. What was that? And then we just like later on, we're like, we'll usually use voice memos, which I'm sure everybody who <laughs> does a little bit of music is so in tune with. Oh, absolutely. Get the voice memo out and yep. just record it. Sure. Because it's like, I'm going to come back to that. <laughs> Do you find yourself keeping a, uh, a recorder or your uh, phone or something on the nightstand when you go to bed at night and wake up once in a while with an idea you just have to yeah. write down? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah, and even I, at work or, or, or just any time during the day, you know, you, uh, something will pop in the head and I, I'll just pull it out, pull out my voice memo and I'll just hum what I'm listening or what I'm hearing or 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 if there's a lyric or something that comes to my mind, I'll just I'll just say it or 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 the melody or whatever. I'll just do it in voice memo and then uh, I'll come back to it when I get home or have some a guitar in my hand or whatever. I'll add to that, which right. is actually a a big part of my routine, and this is going to sound crazy, is that I have quite a long drive to work. So I spend most of my time in the car with my voice memo on just writing. Like I'll just be like writing and I'll be saying lyrics and doing making melodies and I'll be voice recording it. So anybody who sees me driving, I'm just like full-on moment sure. of singing in the car. <laughs> but I, I have a lot I of time to waste. So. <laughs> I have seen that. Now, you touched on this uh, this new single you've got, uh, Broken, and I know there has to be a backstory to that. Tell us about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a song that's kind of, it's taken a couple of years to kind of um, be where it is now. Um, and the idea started off with, uh, you know, the, the song, um, you know, right away, as soon as I, you know, me and Sarah started working on it and, 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 uh, and kind of elaborating on what was already there. Um, it's, you know, it was a, it's a super personal message that I think everyone can relate to. And it's, you know, it's just about, um, everyone's got something in their life that they just, want to be broken away from like they they just feel like you know i need to be broken down so that this can be pulled away from me and um and that's the premise behind the song is just you know um you know if you if when you hear the lyrics or read the lyrics in the in the leaflets or whatever and it's like you know you just want you know you just want to be broken and pulled away from from what from what's digging into your inside pretty much right i got you and we're going to listen to the lyrics in just a moment sarah bobby want to thank you so much for coming back and sharing your new music with us as well as your story and letting us get to know you a little better than we have in the past and we look forward to the next time thanks so much david so much thank you guys absolutely thank you ladies and gentlemen sarah and bobby they call themselves focus your audio this is their latest it's called broken
Audio, and uh, you'll find them out uh, all the usual places. And Broken will be uh, released. Uh, well, let's see. We're, this show will air the first time on the uh, 23rd up in uh, Rochester, 24th online on on my uh, webcast. So uh, it'll be next Monday. It'll be out. So those will be looking for it. If it's after the 25th, it'll already be out there for you. You can check them out online. Focus your audio. You heard them right here on the David Bowers Awards. We've got another comeback group that we've had on before, and they're going to join us next as we talk with the Buzzhounds. And uh, I, I, I love this. I love this song and the title of this song. It reminds me of <laughs> it reminds me of when I was back in high school and I was dating. The song is called "I Think Your Daddy Wants to Kill Me." She's as sweet as cherry pie. And she knows just how to thrill me But I think her daddy wants to kill me Ooh, she gets me so damn high And she knows just how to thrill me But I think her daddy wants to kill me She took me home to meet her old man To win him over was my master plan Said, look here, son. Let me take you downstairs and show you my gun. Ooh, she's sweet as cherry pie, and she knows just how to thrill me. But I think her daddy wants to kill me. Ooh, she gets me so damn high, and she knows just how to thrill me. Took a ride cruising around Couple stops and we headed downtown Looked in the mirror and what did I see? 
We're going to bring the man in here right now, Jeff Manga from the Buzzhounds, and I've got a question for you. Jeff, how you doing? What's going on, David? How are you? Hey, you're going on, man. We're doing fine. I love that song. I just got to ask you one thing. Is there any personal sure. history, personal experience involved in that? Uh, yeah, I was uh, motivated to write that song when I um, was dating my wife, actually. Um, her, her old man took me out one day and, um, kind of the first time him and I had some alone time and, uh, you know, he's trying to kind of feeling me out. And, uh, we went out to the middle of the country out in Illinois and he's, uh, you know, a big gun guy. He's got more guns than, uh, you know, the Mexican army, but, um, <laughs> we went out to the middle of the field and, uh, we're going shooting. And I realized, you know, we were going a good hour away from civilization and we got a bunch of guns in the back. And the thought crossed my mind that, you know, I might not be coming back. So I'm like, wow, you know. Um, so it was an interesting dynamic. Needless to say, we had a great time. Uh, but it was a binding experience. And I got the idea for the song um, that day and kind of pieced it together. And um, it, um, you know, kind of rolled out from there. <laughs> now, has her father, what's her father think of the song? You know, um, I don't even know if he's heard it yet. Uh, she says that he likes it, but uh, she might be shining me on. I'll have to kind of, you know, present it to him and get his thoughts on it. I think he'll probably get a kick out of it. He's kind of a fun loving guy. <laughs> uh, you know, well, I, I would love to be. To me, you know, I would love to be a fly on the wall to see how well, you're going to say to your wife. I just thought you were shining me on. I, that, that's that's a conversation <laughs> I want to see in here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I want to have her on next time. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I want to. I want to be there for the conversation when he broaches the subject to her dad. Uh, by the way, uh, this song I just wrote here. 
that's good. I love it. I knew there had to be a story there. Just had to be. So yeah. tell us, Jeff, yeah. aside from ducking your father-in-law, what have you been doing since the last time you were on the show? Well, we've recorded a couple more tunes. Um, we're playing, so we're lining up some shows for this summer. Uh, we're doing a really cool show on the 25th of April with Hillbilly Casino, which is uh, a group out of Nashville that's kind of uh, creating a ruckus throughout the country uh, and the uh, alt country and rockabilly front. So we're playing a show with them. I'm excited about that. And uh, we made a couple of videos. We made a video for um, Cold Beer and Whiskey, which I think we spun the last time you and I spoke. And... Um, you know, I've always I've been tinkering with guitars and stuff, old school guitars from Gretsch and such. That's kind of a passion of mine. And um, looking forward to summer, playing some cool shows. We're going to do a uh, a couple of car shows this summer that I'm looking forward to uh, in Illinois. Uh, one at the Brower House, uh, which is a big classic car show. A bunch of cars from the 50s, 60s, 70s come out, and there's a big concert. So that's going to be fun. Um, and that's about it. You know, just trying to keep well, I'm the pace, steal- continue to play music. I'm going to steal. Uh, I'm going to steal a question from my co-host John Bon Jovial and ask you: You got any plans of branching out around the country, like maybe uh, South Florida or Arizona? Yeah, I would love to do that. Um, we've had some offers to do that, and it, it, for us, you know, it's got to be the right situation because, uh, you know. Um, these days it takes a lot to go out on tour and make it proud, you know, make oh, it sure. worthwhile and just kind of do it for, for, to make ends meet. But, uh, I would love to do a tour of Southern California and actually I would love to do a, t- a tour from, uh, from like San Diego all the way up the coast. You know, that's been a goal of mine for a number of years. That would be awesome. So, um, yeah. Um, you know, so that's, 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 we've got an agent that specializes in stuff out, out of the state and, you know, she's, always itching to get us out there, uh, but with schedules and families and all that stuff, um, it's been a little bit difficult. Um, and we've had some one-off show offers, which are a little bit more attractive, uh, logistic wise. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's definitely, um, a goal of ours to kind of put a tour together and to, to kind of do that. What kind the of nice thing the, about uh... Chicago is it is. Yeah, go ahead. No, you, you go ahead. Nice thing about Chicago. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, Chicago being such a big market, it's nice. We can float around uh, and play um, different shows and do mini tours um, in, the, in the city proper and out in the suburbs and do little hops to, like, Detroit, Indianapolis, or stuff like that. Um, but, um, but, yeah, so that's kind of yeah, one right now. One-offs are nice, and uh, they can be convenient, but the, uh, the downside is it's tough to pay for it. You can't do a, a one-nighter in L.A. and then, uh, you know, next month do a one-nighter on the other coast that it gets a little bit uh, financially disadvantageous it's a it's a tougher yep. to go there john bon jovial you got something you want to add yeah, yeah. actually uh, jeff i listening to uh, i think your daddy wants to kill me other than the obvious you know what a great title for a song uh i'm I, I like to listen to the more technical aspects of any music that we play and uh in listening to this, I'm thinking to myself, whoever is hitting on that bass is just working their butts off. And I, I want to compliment you on that because yeah. whoever whoever is uh, is hitting on that thing, you got yourself a great bass player. Yeah, that's Bob the Beast Miller. He's uh, he's a great guy, and he's a great bass player. 
Um, he plays in a number of different bands around town, including the Buzz Hounds. He's in a Van Halen cover band called Diver Down, um, which is really big in the area. Uh, and he's also in a 90s cover band called Tequila Mockingbird. Um, and uh, just... Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, you like you just got that one, eh, David? Tequila, isn't that a great name? Yeah. I got... yeah. Tequila, you do, have, you do have a way with yeah. names. Tequila Mockingbird. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. great. I love it. Yeah, I think if we ever, yeah. if we were just talking about, we might do a, uh, you know, we might want to do, uh, John and I, a uh, song using nothing but auto-tune. And I was thinking, uh, John, maybe if we do that, we should have Jeff name the tune for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at naming tunes. If you guys need, uh, you know, and I'm cheap. Oh, well, hey, you just got the job. <laughs> Perfect. So what are you doing as far as new music? You working on some more? Yeah, we've got three tunes in the can, and then we're going to take a little bit of a break. We uh, had some material that um, um, was left over from Christmas that I, I put a Christmas tune together called um, It's Christmas Again, Kill Me Now. I don't know if you guys had a chance to listen to that. Yeah. I know that uh, you're you a little under weather on the holiday. I'm, yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, there were two tunes that we had written for the Christmas, uh, record that, um, you know, obviously time gets away from you and that were left over that we are, uh, now writing, uh, lyrics for, for, for just a regular Buzzhound tune. And then I think we'll take, we'll take a little bit of break in the studio. We have a, a queue of about five tunes now in the hopper that haven't been released. And these days, you know, it's all Spotify and YouTube and all this, you guys probably know. So we just put them out one at a time now. So, right. um, so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot know, of artists it, have it, found it, that's the uh, a lot of artists have found that's the way to go now. They'll just do the one tune at a time thing, and then uh, later on down the line, they may put them all into a compendium, make a CD out of their you know their last eight releases or something. So yeah, I understand right. that. That is. Go ahead. Yep. I didn't. Yeah, that's I didn't mean to interrupt so... you. Oh please, no, it's all good. Okay, well, I'll just jump into the. I'll just jump into the silence here. That's always pause. what happens. You wind up, you step on, you step on each other once or twice, then everybody sits there and waits for the other person to jump in. <laughs> yeah. And John, that's what I've got Kinda you like here for. Sign. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then we, uh, you got that uh, that thing going around. I just saw on. Uh, it's a uh, viral dance going around, a triangle dance where three people get together and they jump up and down and take turns jumping between the other two. It's uh, it's really kind of uh, strange, actually. It's, Is, isn't that called a menage? Oh, no, 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 that's something else. Never mind. <laughs> no, that's oh, something yeah. totally different. <laughs> that's French, yeah. But, yeah, I was thinking that's that's what we're doing here. We have a, we have a, a, a verb a verbal triangle dance on this show is we usually have one other person, a guest and uh, the two of us. So we wind up jumping back and forth with each other, but uh, anyhow, ever. So you, uh, while we're talking, we mentioned tours. Are you, uh, were you, were you looking at ever for going down on the East coast or maybe down to the, the sunny Florida land? You know, we haven't got. I, we were talking about doing the California thing. The East Coast would be would be good to do. It would have to be in the right time of year. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, we're open to doing. You know, we were 
it's kind of funny. But we were going to do bike fest, and it, it, it kind of fell through. We were going to go down to Daytona and do that. One of oh, our wow. uh, our contacts down there um, was going to hook us up on that, but that kind of fell through. Um, but um, I think Florida would be great to do in the wintertime, you know, um, to get out of Dodge. I mean, anywhere except Illinois in the Midwest would be great uh, in the winter. Yeah, I hear down you. south, obviously. <laughs> and, and you've but, had a uh, rough one this year. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and if yeah, you we're make looking that, forward uh, to it. We're out. If you make that West Coast swing, uh, you might also look into uh, maybe hitting the uh, Phoenix area. You've got, uh, well, here in Tempe, where I am, is ASU, which uh, Tempe is just a a hotbed of uh, music and and night spots. And there's some good ones up in Phoenix, too. There's a couple of of, uh, biker uh, places here. There's a a biker uh, venue in uh, Phoenix. I can't remember the name of right now. But they specialize in indie bands and uh, listening to you guys and the style of music you put down, uh, you definitely make some noise in that place. Cool. Well, yeah, that sounds yeah. exciting. I'd like to check that Might out. Have your, yeah, have your, uh, have your out-of-town booking person there uh, look into it because uh, uh, Tempe Phoenix is a, uh, is, a, is a good, strong music market. There's a, there's a lot of good venues here. And uh, you know you, you might hit them on the on the way in or the way out of Southern California. But, uh, anyway, the John Bon Jovial is sitting there awfully pensive. You got something you'd like to toss in? Uh, just you know to add as far as the the, the venue thing is concerned. Uh, here in uh, South Florida, where I am, I'm actually in uh, Naples. Uh, just up the road about 20 miles is Fort Myers, and Fort Myers is very, very quickly becoming known for its indie venues. A uh, lot, uh, lot of good music coming out of southwest Florida now, and so if you do make it to the east coast, this is definitely something that you're going to want your agent to take a look at is this area here. And that would mean oh, John yeah, would Fort get Myers. to come and see you. So. Oh, yeah. John, I'd, yeah, John be there in a heartbeat. be able to catch you. <laughs> Well, Jeff, I'm going to have you know, my to wrap this up my, because – go ahead. I was going to say, my wife is actually from uh, Naples. Oh, okay. Florida. Oh, wow. The area pretty well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, you guys would be right, or at least yeah. she'd be right at home down there. <laughs> We're going to have to yeah. wrap this up yeah. because we are running out of time, according to the old clock on the wall there. And I want to thank you so much for coming back, sharing with us. And uh, when you get your new music coming out, uh, give us a shout. Come back and – We'll chat some more, play some more of your music, and uh, maybe listen to some unique backstories. Cool. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome. Best to you and all the guys there. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Manga of the group called the Buzzhounds. And uh, here's that uh, great one he mentioned in our conversation, a thing called Cold Beer and Whiskey.
Oh, yeah, there you go. We want to thank you for coming by and sharing this hour with us, along with our guests, the Focus Your Audio and the Buzzhounds. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, listeners. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Yes, sir. Folks, you've done it again. You have spent another hour being entertained by us, the David Bowers and the legendary John Bon Jovial on the David Bowers Awards, which just happens to be broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We are available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also on YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon, Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud, MixCloud, and anywhere else that you get your favorite podcast download. Uh, Be sure to click the follow link on our blog talk page and follow us on Twitter and Facebook and join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3 Rochester Free Radio and of course Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. Universal Time Coordinate for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers, Nick the Geek, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial, saying we'll see you right here next week on the David Bowers Awards. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.